Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jeanette. And I am Emily. So. We're very loud. Yeah. It's because we're actually together and we can use the same microphone. And yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Yes. Um, The same microphone. I mean, I just like seeing you in general. Aww. Aww. (laughs) If only we had like a soundboard to like play the generic like, Um, aww. You know. I. Ooh, we should get a soundboard. Okay, so I'm talking for our to true crime podcast. <laughs> yes. If someone does, we just go boo. <laughs> oh, boo. I don't think or, that's the or best Or when one. they put the killer in jail. Yay! <laughs> Life in prison. <laughs> <All right>. Woo! <laughs> Let us know if y'all want a soundboard, because oh I'll invest in that. That would be great. I don't even have a microphone I right don't. now. I know. I, I need a new microphone, guys. My microphone died. So it's actually pretty great that um, I actually have a microphone today, even though I'm sharing it with you. That sucks. Yeah. It oh, it doesn't wow. Suck. That was, I didn't even process that. You were like, that sucks. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you say, woo. It sucks. <laughs> How was your week, Emily? Um, well, I just got back from a nine hour shift today. Oh, gosh. I'm so tired. There was like a bunch of stuff that happened at the beginning of the shift to where I wasn't able to take my lunch until like two or an hour and 50 minutes until I was supposed to leave. And I had an hour long break today. So basically once I got back from my break, I was just there for like an hour and I was like, okay, That's cool. so like, pointless. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking, I just want to go home. But then it got busy while I was on my break. So I was like, I'm just going to help. <laughs> I oh, guess. it's Black Friday today, by the way. So that's oh, yeah. why. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I mean, yeah. it's not Thanksgiving anymore, but you know, that was yesterday. I, what did you eat for Thanksgiving? Um, well, my family did Thanksgiving on Wednesday this year okay. because my husband's at a wedding. He's That's in true. a wedding. He's actually getting married. Um, so <laughs> no, we just had like all the normal <laughs> stuff. My mom made a uh, Texas roadhouse rolls Ooh, with the butter what? too. Yeah. I think she may still have some. Ooh, I'm going to eat one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm coming for the rolls. She okay. As soon as she got here, she was like, "I want to see your mom." And I was I like, "We've been hanging out I for like fifteen minutes, and you already just want to go see my mom." I wanted I'm your sorry. mom, not you. <laughs> you came to my apartment. You're not going to get my mom. I know, but I had to see Merlin too. Yeah, Merlin's a little kitty. You're welcome for that. The, I, there, there you go, folks. Um, Merlin's a little kitty. Merlin's yeah, he's so cute. No, he's seriously so adorable. He's a lot sweeter than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. Um, we got him to make our other cow- cat, like, more, like, yes. social. <laughs> I can't talk. I We got him to try to help our other cat become more social. And as soon as Jeanette knocked on the door, he, like, he said, skidded Gee. out. Like, nope. he was running, like, a cartoon character where he was moving <laughs> his Well, no, he wasn't moving. Like, he was, like, in place, like, trying to run. And it just wasn't happening. Poor yeah. thing. Hey. He was playing with something on the, the silence. Um, <laughs> he found a pencil. I'll be right back. Entertain them. Okay. Um, pee pee poo poo. Pee pee <laughs> poo poo. <laughs> you actually laughing now? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay, so I'm back. And I hate to say I heard everything that was happening over there. 
Yeah. Oh well. Okay. It was it was fun. We had a blast. But we? welcome back. Who was we? Me me and the viewers. Oh. Or the listeners, not viewers. Is this they don't live? watch this. <laughs> Are we live? And we're back live with <laughs> Okay, with since, Emily and Jeanette. Woo! Since we're in person, it's going to get very loud at some parts, and I'm 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 very sorry. But it is very true. We don't know how to contain our excitement. It is true. So we do have a terrible story for you today. Um, and oh, we, we're getting right into well, it. First, All right, let's get sad. I actually want to thank our viewers for being so <gasps> patient with us because we've been trying a lot of new things, and we appreciate you guys for listening and still tuning in to us and yes. also thank you for letting us take a little holiday break yes thank you so much guys i i really do enjoyed like um all these fun interviewer interviews and stuff that we're doing and yeah. we appreciate that um we have viewers that are able to i don't know be flexible with us let, let, letting us try new and different things it's been a lot of fun so yeah we are going to be back to normal for a little bit don't worry we also did those Horror movies, I know those didn't do too hot either, but don't worry, we're back I to... loved those, though. That's the thing. Even though y'all well, didn't like them, maybe, I loved them. <laughs> maybe next time we do one, we can just not put the movie title in there, and we can just talk about the murderer, you know? Like, we'll talk a little bit about the movie, but it'll be mostly the murderer. Oh, yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. Well, anyways, let's get into this gruesome story. So, I don't know if it's gruesome. I'm sure oh, it is. Yeah. So, um, she said yes. This is a very okay. If you guys hear a lot of rattling, I'm sorry. Jeanette has a toy. Um, it's <laughs> I'm the, fidgeting. It's the the. Wait, be play for it. I'm just gonna be quiet so we can. Yeah. Oh my god, that was loud. Okay. Like, it's like magnetic and it's stuck to the microphone. Oh no. Okay, so anyway, she's playing with little ball magnets. So that's any excess noise that's happening. Okay, that's so a fun time, today honestly. we're going to talk about the Watts family murders. Have you heard of this case before? Watts sound familiar. Cool. So but there was recently... It's probably because of Garrett Watts from Shane and his friends. Ew. So. We don't talk about Shane anymore. I know, but that's how I know a lot. So. Um, uh, <laughs> but also, I love Garrett still. He you didn't know, Garrett, do anything no, wrong. Garrett's good. Garrett's good. Look, Garrett. Um, so this case actually just had a documentary on um, Netflix, huh. which it's called... Crap, let me look up the exact title. So it is called American Murder, The Family Next Door. Did you watch that? Um, no. Okay, so I I really liked it, honestly. I think it was pretty well done. Um, and it it is definitely documentary style where everything is filmed. So as soon as, for example, the police officer walks in the door, you can see whatever's happening, you know? Yeah. So let's jump into this. So, today we are going to be talking about Christopher Lee Watts and Shanann Catherine. Her last name was Rzuchek. I'm not That's too sure fun. how to pronounce it. It's R-Z-U-C-E-K. But um, they, they met in 2010, and Chris was from Spring Lake, and Shanann was from Aberdeen, North Carolina. So, they got married in Mecklenburg County on November 3rd, 2012. And they had two daughters together. 
So the daughters were Bella Marie Watts, who was born on December 17th, 2013, and Celeste Catherine Watts, who was born July 17th, 2015, which is also my anniversary date. <laughs> Love that. I mean, five years earlier, but. So this is a quote from Shanann. So something to know about Shanann is she did a lot of like Facebook lives and stuff like that. Like she was very active on Facebook and her account is still active today. Like you can still go look at it. Um, and so she was very active on Facebook and during one of her lives, she said this. I got a friend request from Chris on Facebook. I was like, what the heck? I'm never going to meet him. Or what the heck? I'm never going to meet him. I said that completely the wrong voice. <laughs> what it was, the heck? It was the same, I know. It was the same words, but different tones. So it didn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> um, I'm never funny. going to meet him. Except one thing led to another. And eight years later, we have two kids. We live in Colorado. And he's the best thing that ever happened to me. All right. So... I love Colorado. Let me tell you a little bit more about what Shanann does. Shanann sounds like it's it's like trying to be Shannon. Uh, this is how it's spelled if you want to look over at the computer. Oh, yeah. Like that. Um, it's literally Shanann. So uh, Shanann, or actually, let me talk about Chris first. So Chris was employed by Anadarko Petroleum and... Um, and Shanann was an independent representative for a multi-level marketing company called Lavelle. And they were selling a product called Thrive. Now, basically, what Thrive was, was um, it was like a patch that you could put on yourself and it would help you feel better, have more energy, and lose weight. That's basically That's what cool. it was. And something super interesting to me... Is that today, at work, someone had a Thrive patch on. <gasps> and that is the first time I've seen Whoa. one of them. And I was like, I'm talking about this today. And, Wait, that's um, cool. That's kind of creepy. Not going to lie. It was a little creepy. I kind of wanted to ask her if it works. Because it is a multi-level marketing thing, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I just wanted to throw that in there. And so, um, and... She also had a, she was pregnant by this time. So this is going to take place in 2013. Yeah, yeah, 2013. August in 2013. And at this point, she was 15 weeks pregnant with a little boy Aww. who was going to be named Nico Lee Watts. So something I noticed is that they recycled the middle names. So, um, uh, Celeste's middle name is Catherine, same as Shanann's, and Nico's middle name, Lee, same as Chris, Chris's. So since she basically recorded her whole life, there is a ton of videos of her and Chris, her and Bella, and her and Cece. Oh, that is what her kids go by, by the way, is, um, Bella and Cece, um, that's but, cute. Yeah, yeah. So Cece is the nickname for Celeste, and I think do you know that what's funny? Thing. Hmm. Um, in Shake It Up, Bella Thorne played Cece. Oh my god, <laughs> it's incredible. Um, <laughs> fun fact of the day. So, um, like you can go on Facebook if you want, and you can see a bunch of videos of them. 
And there is one video in particular that I want to talk about. And that was the video of um, Shanann telling Chris that she was pregnant with Nico. So um, I'm going to leave a link to this down in the description, but I am going to quickly show Jeanette this video. Okay, so what were your impressions of that video? Just based off of not knowing this case, going into it. I mean, it was cute, honestly. Okay, okay. In the beginning, because yeah. it's like, oh, you know, she's pregnant. Right, And right, announcing right. it. But it was also kind of awkward. Yeah, so a lot she of the thoughts... made it very awkward. A lot of the thoughts on that video is that is not the way that either person should be reacting in that situation. No, like, you know? Yeah. It, um, it is going to be in the link down below if you guys want to watch it. I would recommend it. It's like a minute and 10 seconds long. Yeah, it, it's like a TikTok. Like, <laughs> it is. it's like you're watching a TikTok. Um, so it was basically Shanann telling Chris that she is pregnant. And, and Chris being very awkward. Yeah, he he could clearly see that there was a camera there. He may not be, like, as comfortable on camera. It did show, like, throughout all of her Facebook that she was getting more com- he was getting more comfortable on camera. Alright, so this is going to start on August 13th, 2018. This was a Monday. I love how like recent this case is. That it is so recent. Yeah. So Nikki and Shanann had just gotten Nikki was one of her friends. Uh, they had just gotten back from a trip to Scottsdale, Arizona, where they had taken a business trip for Thrive. So, um, Shanann hadn't been posting on her social media, like, for a lot of that time, which was really unlike her. Like, if you go and you look at her Facebook page, I will show you this in a little bit. She posted very constantly. She posted a bunch of pictures with, like, her and her friends, all that kind of stuff. So, um, right off the bat, this concerned Nikki because... This was like in the morning, the morning after they had gotten back and she hadn't posted anything. And she would also text her every morning. And that morning she had an appointment with her OBGYN to check on the status of her third pregnancy. And so she was like, okay, cool. So she hasn't texted me. I've called her a couple times. She hasn't answered. There's no way she should still be sleeping because she has an appointment today. So Shanann was also having a high risk pregnancy because she had several autoimmune diseases. And um, apparently at this point, she was very upset over the status of her marriage because there was a lot of sudden changes with Chris. Um, some of her, she had uh, lupus was an example Aww. of one of those. Selena Gomez has that. She does, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, apparently, Chris had turned very cold and was very unresponsive between a couple of weeks. And so he had told her, this is alleged, he had told her that he didn't want the baby that she was carrying. Aww. Um, so right before they left for the trip, Chris, he was seeming to be putting more work into the marriage. And so it was putting her at ease, but she was, you know, still anxious about this. Yeah. And here is a quote from one of her friends. Her outer beauty, however, was no match for her inner beauty. If you were lucky enough to be in Shanann's inner circle... You were blessed with one of the most warm, loving, loyal, warm, loyal, loving, and generous friend one could ever have. Shanann doted on her loved ones into doing anything for. Wow, Shanann <laughs> doted on her loved ones into doing anything for them. 
She had tons of friends and despite of being busy as she was, kept in constant contact with her friends and family. Being connected to people was her lifeblood. So um, that quote was from the book. I think it's the book called My Daddy's a Hero. Um, And that's just a book about the case. I would highly recommend it. I, I liked it. It's very similar to the documentary though. Because, well, the book is based off of the footage. Where's the documentary at? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should watch it. I do um, want to watch it. It's because it was so well documented, it made a very interesting documentary to watch. And you could tell that for the book, they used a lot of, not the footage from the documentary, because it came out before the documentary, but a lot of that footage that may have been released. So... Nikki still hadn't heard from her at 11.45, and so she started to feel panicked, so she asked her son to drive her over there. So whenever she got there, she realized that the chain on the inside of the door, it was locked, and the main reason for that chain was to keep Cece from escaping the house. They call her an escape artist in the book. I thought that was really cute. No, that is cute. (laughs) So, so she was looking through the front window and she spotted the flip-flops that Shanann would wear everywhere from her suitcase and her suitcase from the trip. So she was worried that she had passed out in the house because of, you know, her autoimmune diseases that she had. And that's why she wasn't picking up the phone. So whenever Nikki called Chris to talk to him, she was really frustrated because he didn't seem too worried about this. He said... That she had went to a friend's house with the kids, and she won't tell me where, um, Where though, when I get home, I will update you. Um, at this point, their friend Cassie showed up. Um, and so while Shanann and Nikki's friend Cassie messaged Chris, he said, I told Nikki about it, so she won't freak out about it anymore. Um, my goodness, sorry. I, I wrote my notes by talking into my tablet, and so all of it's, like, weird. Because, so, like, since I have carpal tunnel, it's hard for me to, like, type and stuff. So I've just been doing, like, so a sad. lot of auto. It, yeah, it's cool. Um, <laughs> so let me try to read this as it is supposed to be written. I told Nikki about it so she won't freak out about it anymore. I think Christina knows as well that we talked last night. And I told her I wanted to sell the house and get something smaller. Separation would be the best right now if we can work through the issues I really don't want you to think I'm a bad person, Cassie. So he said that. He said, I don't want you to think I'm a bad person That's to sus. her. Like, because she she was at his house. Like, they couldn't go in. Yeah. Well, th- at this point, the police was already there. So a lot of this is on camera, by the way. Um, but, like, they couldn't just go in. Like, you can't just do that at a house. Right. That's... Um, to which Cassie responded... Right now, I don't care about you or your relationship or what kind of person you are or not or what I think of you. And I'm not trying to be rude when I say that. Right now, I am worried about your damn wife and her well-being. Nikki is calling the police. Shanann's broken emotionally. Her blood sugar dropped due to not eating and it could cause her to pass out. So unless you want the police to bust down your damn door, you get home and check on your family. I'm sorry if I'm being rude, but I'm seriously concerned. Listen, that is the best speech I've like ever heard no, like that was that. incredible you go cassie yeah like you tell him 
He's over here like, I'm not a bad guy. And she's like, I don't care. Go get your wife. Yeah, like- so they were both just at the house, you know, waiting. So he was like, okay, I'm, I'm going home, Cassie. I'm on my way. Don't call the police. I will be there in 45 minutes. However, Nikki did still call 911 to do a wellness check on them. Oh, good. And a police officer showed around. His name was Officer Coonrod. Coonrod. I know. I love it. So he it's asked. Like from a movie. It does. It totally does. Well, it is from a movie on, on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, but like a, a fake no. movie. Like, <laughs> Officer Coonrod. So um, he asked Chris a bunch of, bunch of questions, and then their neighbor noticed that, them in the yard, and they were like, hey, um, do you want to like come look at my security camera? Um, it because his security camera had footage of their driveway. Wow. So, um, they ended up going to do that, and my notes are totally out of order. So, while they were in there, they noticed that Shanann's phone was still in there, and her job was, you know, on the phone, because she worked for a multi-level marketing company. Yeah. And so, um, it was super unlike her that she wouldn't have it with her, and, um, the police asked if they were having marital problems, and he said that they were having a separation. So there is video footage of, like, all of this happening, by the way. Like, if you want to watch it later, like, we should watch it later. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do want to see it, actually. Um, so uh, at this point, Cassie is looking through Shanann's purse, which she found there, which is also just as sketchy, by the way. Oh, by the way, none of, neither of her children were seen. Oh. Yet. Um, so the things that were still in the house, so the things that she didn't take included her purse, her medications, her ID, credit cards, her wallet, her phone, her keys, and her daughter's medications, and Cece's EpiPen. Cece was allergic to a lot of things, and so she would not go anywhere without her EpiPen because she was just very... Yeah, she was very um, allergic to things. Goodness gracious. That took me so long to say. Good English. (laughs) Thank you. I love it. Okay. So, um, at this point, they went to the neighbor's house, and it showed Chris leaving for the workday. However, after Chris left... Or before Chris left. My notes are all out of place because we have not recorded in so long. (laughs) So before Chris left, it was, this was weird. This is also on video. Everything I'm telling you is like on video. Yeah, that's... There's something on the TV. And what read in the book was that it was an ad for an American horror story. Like an ad for the show. And it showed a fetus. And that is what caused him to say, oh, she's pregnant as well. Just, just, that's just weird to me. Yeah, it's just no, that a little is bit weird. weird. <laughs> At that weird. point, he said that she was 15 months pregnant. Weeks. I was about to say, <laughs> excuse me, is she an elephant? Because, <laughs> oh my gosh, 15 months. Weeks. Weeks. Okay. <laughs> and so after Chris. That was funny. So after Chris left, um, the neighbor said that he was not acting right at all and that he never um, loads his stuff in and out of the garage. Like he had pulled his truck up to the garage and loaded stuff into it and then left. 
Her wedding ring was also found on her bedside table, which is something that she never took off, like, except for maybe to shower. But, like, she wore it to bed and everything. So, um, they show footage from inside of the house, and the inside of their house was, like, insanely organized. And Chris said that the morning after she got back from her trip at 2 a.m., they woke up at 4 a.m., dear lord, poor Shanann, that's two hours of sleep before a severe talk about selling the house and getting a separation. Sad. So that's when they had that conversation, was at 4 a.m. Dang, And um, Shanann said that she was taking the girls to a play date, even though they were scheduled to be in school, and Chris said that he didn't know which friend. Wow. All right. So that's where we are right now. This is like an extreme mystery right now. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, for real. So the FBI and the Colorado Bureau of Investigation joined the investigation on... Investigation was said twice in that sentence. Um, They joined the investigation on August 14th, and Chris had initially told the police that he had no idea where Shanann, Bella, or Celeste might be, and he had not seen his wife since 5.15 on the 13th whenever he left for work. So he gave interviews to the Denver stations um, at KMGH-TV and KUSA-TV outside of the house, and they were just pleading for their return. So um, they, like, brought some search dogs up there as well, and they had interviews done inside the house. Okay. And something I want to comment on. There was a very nice newscaster lady in the documentary, and they were like, <laughs> like, she was grabbing her stuff to go, and um, they were like, you can leave your camera, and she was like, no, my scent's all over. I don't want to mess up the dogs. I was like, oh, I don't know so why that cute. touched me so much, but I was like, I hope she's doing okay. Like, I hope Aww. she has a good life. I'm sure she does. <laughs> I'm sure she does. That is so cute. So... My man is sketchy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, also. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Um, even more fun. He called the school to let them know that Cece and Bella weren't going to be in school that day. Like, he called them and told them that they weren't going to be in school that day. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So, at this point... um. Chris said yes to a polygraph test. Oh, I'm very surprised. Uh, Yeah, seriously. So, oh, as it says in this article, Watts weirdly consented to a polygraph test. Weirdly consented. (laughs) And the tester said that no one would do the test if they were guilty. Like, she was like, okay, so it's this also on video because, you know, they have cameras in there. Yeah. She was like, okay, so if you're guilty, we're gonna find something. Like, this is going to show that. And one of the things that she said, which I thought was a really good sentence, was only one of us in this room knows the truth. And soon there will be two of us that knows it. And she was really like telling him, dude, if you have something to do with this, you do not take this test. It's just going to prove you guilty. Yeah. But yeah, no, he was like, okay, I'll do the polygraph test. He said, sure, why not? Um, and so she realized that something was like off with this. Yeah. And so um, she was like, okay, so your breathing is all over the place. So she tried to like calm him down. And um, later we find out that he did not pass the polygraph tests. 
But wow. he remained adamant that he did not lie during the test at all. Now, look, polygraph tests are not always accurate. They're that not. That is true. Um, here's a picture, by the way, of them. It's sad because they're a really cute family. I know. I know. Um, and... Yeah, so polygraph tests are not the most accurate thing in the world, but like they just if help. You are accurate. Like you cannot arrest someone based off of a polygraph test. Yeah, no, because it's not always going to be accurate. But for the most part, <laughs> it is accurate. So, so at this point in the documentary, a bunch of text messages from Shanann to her friends was revealed. And she was talking about her marriage and how unhappy that she was in the leaks week that was leading up to this. And um, she, this is going to be quote from quote from this, um, because this article has like a lot of information on there. So don't look at it. You oh, don't want to get spoiled. You're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I'm pretty sure you already know what happens. I really but, don't, actually. Oh. And so she wrote in, or she said um, she would tell her friends that Chris wasn't reaching out when either of them were away on business trips and that he didn't kiss her after five weeks apart. Sad. And she said, um, I want to cry, she wrote in one text. She accused him of having an affair because he wasn't interested in sex even over after one month apart. And she said something had changed in those five weeks to her friend. So it turns out... He was having an affair. Ah, uh, not surprised. I know. Um, so I loved the drum roll. That was thank so intense. You. I was I like, to add it. <laughs> See if we um, had a soundboard. You're right. But. Hey guys, send us money for a soundboard because <laughs> it's expensive. I'll drop. I'll drop my Venmo. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> no, it'll have your last name on it. We no, I don't. Do that. My okay. Venmo doesn't have okay. last name. Oh, smart. Yeah, it's, it's literally like Janet B or something. There you uh, guys go. Janet B. <laughs> okay, so back to sadness. Or Jeanette B underscore, like my Instagram. I think it's Janet B. I don't know. I it's one of I those two. Janet B or yeah. Jeanette B underscore. Send me money. Anyways, go on. <laughs> so he did have an affair. So he did end up admitting to the affair. Um, after the polygraph test, but he really did not say much about it. Um, and the affair with, was with a woman named Nicole Kessinger. Did Nicole know he was married? Yes. That's... No, she knew. And there is a lot, a lot of speculation over whether she was involved or not. Come and on, honestly, Nicole. I don't know. Because she, as soon as she heard about what was happening, she went straight to the authorities... And she was like, hey, yeah, we are having an affair. But I did not know anything about this. All of that kind of stuff. Lies. According to her, he said she, that he had two daughters and was separating from his wife. And from there, it developed past a friendship level. And he had admitted to cheating on her. And so something that Shanann had caught up on with all of this was that he, he was cheating, you know? Like, she was worried about this, which is fair. And something that really tipped her over the edge was one of the times whenever she was out of town, he said that he was going to go to a game. 
And so that he like got a babysitter to watch the girls and he left. So he went to a place called the Lazy Dog. This is not in my notes. This is all just from memory. Lazy Dog. I love Lazy Dog. Do you? Yes. Cool. It's a it's a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that you can bring your dog to. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. They. Do you think he brought his dog? Probably not. He doesn't seem like a type of guy to care enough for. Good to bring good a dog. Point, good point. Um. <laughs> but they have even a little menu for dogs. It's so cute. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. I know, right? Yeah. Um. So he said <laughs> that. So she got like a bank notification, or she was looking at the bank statement, and it said that. Like, $60 was spent there. And she was like, okay, so what did you get? Like, she asked him what he got. And he said, okay, so I got a beer and salmon. It is not that expensive over there. Yeah. And she was like, Lies. okay, so I looked at the menu. And what you said was about $20. Yeah. Like, you're hiding something from me. Um, and that's, like, basically whenever she... She never specifically found out, as far as I know. But that's where a lot of the suspicion was. That's sad. Mm-hmm. And there's videos of Nicole and Chris Watts as well, which is seen in the documentary. So now we're going to get to some rough stuff. <laughs> so after the polygraph test, this is okay. This is what I think. This is what I think happened. In the documentary, she says, she says this specifically. Did Shanann do something to the kids and you had to do something about her? That is what she says. And that is the story that he goes with. And what I'm thinking is he wasn't trying. She just like, not obviously not on purpose. I think she gave him an idea of how to get out of this. You know? And so he was like, I'm just going to say that's what happened. So this oh, is okay, the story yeah. that he told. Okay. Um, after it was clear that he lied on the polygraph test, he told the investigators um, that in response for him asking Shanann for separation, Shanann smothered the kids and he freaked out and did the same thing to her. So authorities continue to ask him if that's the story that he wanted to stick with. And he, he's like, yeah, sure, we'll go alone. <laughs> yeah, basically. And he told them, oh, by the way, he said this to his dad. Like, everyone else left the room, and he told his dad about this. All right. Um, because he just wanted to talk to his dad. Um, so he told the officials where the girls were put, which was in 20-foot tanks. At the oil storage site where he worked. He what? He said that he hid them there. Like, he, that's where he put them because she had killed them. And he said that Shanann was buried close to the site. So, basically, they went and they found all of this, you know. They, they found the bodies of them. And at this point, um, you know, he's obviously, like, he killed his wife. Like, he's going to go to jail. And if they look m further into the investigation, they will likely see that it was more than just that. So then he ends up pleading guilty to nine counts, which includes the murder of his children. And in November, he finally confessed to killing his wife and his children. 
And this is the full story of what happened. This story is terrifying. So trigger warning to everybody. He fought with Shanann about wanting to separate and strangled her to death. Um, the Was way this at that... their 4am talk? Yes. Aww. Yeah. And this is... Um, he said... They said that they had sex that night before. And then she was like, but wait, what was like, what was that about? You know? And, um, he, yeah, he, he said that he felt, he just knew it was going to happen. Like he was like, I felt like I had to do this and this was the only way for me to get out. So a theory is that he did this just to be with Nicole because he was still, you know, talking to Nicole and everything. So at this point, by the way, he had lost a ton of weight. Like he was looking better. And so they were thinking, oh, well, he obviously just did this for Nicole, you know? Yeah. So, um, I'm just going to start over from this. He fought with Shanann about wanting to separate, separate and strangled her to death. Apparently, she told him that he was never going to see his kids again. And from there, he said it was implanted that he was going to do it. And she wasn't fighting. While she was, he was moving her body, Bella and Celeste woke up and asked what was happening. And he told his kids that their mother was sick. And he loaded her body on the floor of the truck. And then his two daughters in the truck, too. And then he drove to the oil site where he smothered his daughters. I, oh my gosh. And he said... That Bella's last words were, Daddy, no. I cannot. Um, yeah. That is sad. It's very sad. Um, and in one of the Facebook videos, um, I forget which one it was. I think it was Bella. She said, my daddy is a superhero or something like that. And that is where the title of the book came from. Um... So, according to the authorities, he made a lot of... Oh, I'm sorry. No, he called the girls' school to unenroll them, not just say they weren't going to be there. He was like, yeah, you can just put us back on the waiting list. Dang. Um, How suspicious. I know. He didn't really do good at, like, hiding things. No, and if you watch the video, he's just like... I'm making faces. I know, no no one can hear you. Um, No, they can all hear me. (laughs) They can't see you. Um, And according to the authorities, he made a bunch of phone calls and he texted a realtor to sell the house and he texted his girlfriend. So Chris Watts got three life sentences and because he pled guilty, he was not sentenced to death. Um, So the things that he was sentenced to... Oh, I'm sorry. This says he was sentenced to five life sentences. Three consecutive and two concurrent without the possibility of parole. And he received an additional 48 years for the unlawful termination of her pregnancy. And 36 years for the three charges of tampering with a deceased body. Our soundboard. Going to jail for years and years and years. Woo! Yeah, oh my gosh. So at this point, his $5 million bail was revoked, and he was sent to custody, and yeah, that's where he lives now. 
So he is Good. in Dodge Correctional Institution, which is a maximum security prison in Walpon, Wisconsin. All right. In which, yeah, so this case happened in 2018. That's craziness. This was literally like yesterday. Yeah, it's it was after we graduated high school. Yeah. Which is weird to me. Um, so yeah, there is the heartbreaking story of that the Watts seriously family so murders. depressing. I was, that was so intriguing though, because it was yeah. like a mystery at first, but even right. though it's like, you knew it was going to be the guy because yeah. he was so sus the whole time. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I, I knew about this case before, before I watched I even know the this. documentary. Um, I want to watch the documentary now. Okay, we can do that. Um, so I knew about this case before the documentary, but then um, watching the documentary, whenever he said that he only killed Shanann and smothered his kids, I was like, oh, I forgot that that's how it ends, but no. What's the... That's not it. What's the patch called? Thrive? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so after this, I can show... I'll also link her Facebook down below. So I will link the pregnancy announcement and the Facebook down below. This is so... It's that is sad. so sad. It is. Okay, well, I'm about to deep dive into pictures and videos and stuff, so I guess we can wrap this up before I just go silent. <laughs> yep, that's fair. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that was so interesting. It's It's terrifying case no but it it's was so, so sad i cried when yeah why, why? yeah no that um why do you have to kill the kid i absolutely why do you have to kill anyone first of all he also said but, could i have saved my kid's life yes you absolutely freaking could have piece of garbage okay that's disgusting so thank you guys for listening yes thank you guys so much um we hope you re- oh this is episode 50 <gasps> hey! hey! I have a cup. We have cup. Cheers! I don't have Ding! anything left in my cup. There was literally not even a drop okay. left. Well, cheers to 50 episodes, guys. Um, we hope y'all enjoyed this case. It was very, very depressing, but also very interesting. Yeah. Um, we'll make sure to post all about it. Um, when we when we actually upload it, of course. Um. You'll hear this when it's uploaded. Um, but yes, yes, we'll post pictures <laughs> and um, updates to future episodes on Instagram at Horror Slumber Party Podcast. She's yes. not prepared. Oh, man. <laughs> Twitter, party underscore horror. And you can also email us suggestions and um, comments, concerns, whatever. <laughs> concerns. What are you concerned about? <laughs> Um, We're like email the us at on, a, on the back of like a <laughs> cereal <know>. box. <laughs> Questions, comments, concerns. Um, horror slumber party at gmail.com. And we also have our Patreon, Horror Slumber Party Podcast, and YouTube, Horror Slumber Party Podcast. <laughs> Literally just type in Horror Slumber Party Podcast anywhere and you'll find us. Oh, we are on Audible, by the way, oh. like in the podcast section. Isn't that cool? That is really cool, actually. I did not know this. I think I got an email about it like months ago and I forgot to Wait, tell you. Wait, that's fine. That's exciting. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Yes. Um, and I'm glad we're back into our old routines. Of course, we'll probably switch it up again at one point because why not? I mean, you know, it's fun. Um, good night (laughs) and scary dreams. Bye.